This is episode 129 of the Fearless Launching Show. Today, we got a little bit of a mixed bag, but we are going to talk about creating your very own Facebook Live web show, being a mompreneur, and how to balance all the craziness that happens as a result of being a mom and trying to run a business and trying to produce content every single week. We get pretty personal in this one, so I hope you enjoy it, and I'll see you inside. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. We are joined today by Vicki Lashenko, and I have known Vicki for a very long time. I feel like, I feel like it's been a while, like, but I feel like we were destined to know each other. And um, just to give you a little backstory. So first of all, thank you, Vicki, for hanging out with me today. Oh, thank you so much, Anne. It's such an honor. Um, okay, so Vicky is the creator, the main co- main host. She's like the the brains behind the Mompreneur Show, which airs every Monday, right? Mondays, and you can go on Facebook, the Mompreneur Show page. Correct? Correct? Yes. And yes. you'll you'll see her live there. Plus, I believe is there anything? Well, we'll find out the rest of that, how how that's developed um, in just a second. But she has created this really, really wonderful show that I love because anytime, especially if you're a mompreneur, you know how there's lots of challenges that other types of entrepreneurs do not face. Now, I'm not, uh, and, and I don't care what people say, running a business as a mom has its challenges that are unlike any other business. So Vicky has this great show where she just features some amazing mompreneurs. And I think that as a mompreneur, you got to surround yourself with other people who understand what you're going through. So Vicky, I met her back in the day, back, I don't even remember what year, but regardless, through Laura Roeder, Creating Fame. And my first kind of, we, we, I feel like we were chatting online. We met in person at the World Domination Summit in Portland. And what I was struck with right away was how amazing, how amazingly nice, sweet and kind Vicky was. And that's something that stood out to me, Vicky, is that I'm like, and that I was like, why is she being so nice to me? Like I, because I'm so jaded by people not being nice. So I just wanted to say that, Vicky, is that like your kindness and generosity and just just sweetness. I'm like, oh, my gosh, how many just genuinely sweet people are there in this world? Oh, my gosh. And you're so sweet. I feel the same about you, honestly. Like, I love you. And meeting you through Laura Roeder was such an honor. And it's so funny because of your last name, I was like, oh, my gosh, she's totally Russian. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you know, that's so funny because that same year, you know that a lot of the 
not a lot, but a good number of the initial fearless launching students were Russian. That very first year, I think out of the, the initial, I want to say that there were like 24 or 25 people in the very first round, a fifth, maybe no, a quarter of the people were Russian or had some sort of wow. Eastern European um, background. Um, <laughs> That's crazy. I'm thinking of Nelly Odessa. Nelly, Natasha, um, Oh gosh, there were, there was another woman. She was living in Germany with her husband at the time, blonde. And there were actually Aunt Anya, this other woman, Anya. And there was, oh my gosh. So yeah, so definitely the Russian connection got us together. Yeah, but, um, sure. but you know, and you've done a lot of amazing things over the years where I've just been always impressed by your level of professionalism. And even if you were doing different things then, like your website and your branding was always like spot on, your your just kind of presentation was always just there. Maybe that's the Russian in you. I don't know. <laughs> right? So you are so sweet. <laughs> like you say the kindest things. I'm just like, oh my gosh, give it to me. Like you are the sweetest. Thank you so much. Like that is like the sweetest introduction ever. But But the question is... Is that part part of it just ingrained in you, like to have that presentation right there? So I think it's something to do with the Russian culture. Um, actually, my husband and I were just talking about it, like the Russians, and I don't want to generalize, but like generally, most Russians will drive the top line car, have the coolest house in the world. They'll be in debt up to their necks. They won't be barely scraping by, but their presentation. But they got is... a person, but they got a Mercedes. Exactly. So, so funny. It's always like that. So for those, um, for, for non-Russians listening to this, if you drive by like either the Russian store or a Russian church, just notice like all the cars are like the Lexuses, Mercedes, Beamers, Porsches, like Maseratis, like is a new one, I guess, like that Russians are into. It's crazy. Anyway, but like, I mean, I've learned this over the years with my husband, like, you know, that's we're not here to impress people, although it's so engraved in, in us. It's like a Russian thing. But like that the part is still with me, I think, as far as like the presentation branding. I love design. I think that I was supposed to be a designer. I still am dreaming of taking a design class on like lynda.com or something like that. Um, I'm obsessed with Photoshop. I'm always in there. I've created all my logos. And so I feel like, you know, it's in me, but it's also important to, for me to look good online. But I really want to say I cannot stress this enough, no matter how good I look online, like, you know, my branding is all pretty and clean and like, that is not how it actually is behind the scenes. Like, <laughs> I'm not always all clean and calm and awesome and, and put together. Like there is chaos behind the branding. Well, there, there, you know what? And I think there always is. And I think it's good to say that straight up. And so you've been growing the Mompreneur Show for the last, how many, how long? Like the last year? Has it been more than a, I feel like it's been more than a year now. Yes. I started planning it in October 2015. And in January 2016 is when we launched our first episodes. And then so this is definitely going on its second year. That's exciting. So what are why and you know, we kind of 
Oh, well, I kind of like took your thunder there and talked about, you know, why the Mompreneur Show would be so important. But is that really why you created it? So that you could create that space for mompreneurs to, you know, kind of create this community where, you know, if you're having a bad day, come on to the Mompreneur Show on a Monday or just go to the Mompreneur page and, you know, rewatch some of those. So I I have to be honest, a lot of reasons is, and, you know, I guess we don't talk about this in the online space um, too much, but a lot of the things that we do, a lot of it has to do for selfish reasons. And I feel like the Mompreneur Show is, it was a very selfish reason. And not to say that it always will be and that it's only about me, but it really started with how can I reach all these incredible women and talk with them without forking out hundreds of dollars per session with them? Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, I think you're right. I think you're so right about that, Vicky. Yeah, thank you, Anne. I really appreciate you for agreeing with me. But like, honestly, like this is very honest. And, and you know, like, okay, so if I had this session with you, I would pay you like, I don't know, like for having a bajillion dollars, like just a bajillion dollars. Exactly. And I would be so I would broke. I would be broke, honestly, because like I only have like a a handful of marketing clients back from the day that I'm still working with. And it's like I'm not I wasn't able to learn from all these coaches and stuff by hiring them to work with me. And so but of course, there's like a huge long story with it. I mean, it's just started as a support group in Portland, Oregon, locally, as you know, I called it mompreneur community. And then as I listened to moms, like we really enjoy stories. And I really enjoy talking with moms who were steps ahead of me. And so that it, it, it evolved. So I just want to encourage for those of you listening is that like, if you are here today, you are exactly where you need to be. Because every step will take you further into think maybe somewhere where you never thought you would be like, I never thought I would have my own show. I did always say, Um, It would be great to have a podcast, um, but it's not today. Like, you know, like, I feel like we all know deep down internally what, what it, what needs to be happening right now. And so, but I always also said, if I ever start a podcast, it will be live. I always said that. And it's, it's because of my lack of interaction with the podcast, like, I'm a huge Pat Flynn fan. I'm, I think I've listened to all of his episodes and, you know, just binge listening mm-hmm. and no me applying. too me too i mean Not- i've done enough road trips where you just pop it on you're like those episodes are long enough to last you for a while and exactly. you know same thing with the fizzle show i would do that with the fizzle show and oh my gosh um, well, now, of course, if you haven't listened, by the way, to the Mind Your Business podcast with James Wedmore and Phoebe Morochek, you will potentially love that show. I love it. And I just turned his show on, um, their show on. And oh, she podcasts. Hello. Like, so you probably have like yourself. You're like, oh, gosh, I love these podcasts. But if it's not right, you know that I don't know. Did you launch your podcast? Okay, so by the time so this me. goes out, oh, probably yeah. um, it probably will. I'm right now. I'm I finished three uh, D whatever ID three tagging the episodes. Oh my gosh, it took me over a year, you guys, like uh, over a year to get my show on iTunes, and I'm so embarrassed. But I feel like, you know what? I'm not gonna beat myself up for that. I had an incredible, incredibly challenging year in every little way possible, and I feel like, you know what? The time has come. I'm able to commit to launching on iTunes and I will, and it's fine. But I also want to go back in and just really fast to mention about the podcasts. Like I'm a huge podcast junkie more before than I was now, but 
I always used to just binge listen, just binge and never apply anything. And now I'm really embracing the whole principle of like just in time learning. I even Pat Flynn, I don't listen to all of his podcasts. I just scroll down and like, I'm, you know, like she podcasts. I haven't listened to James Wedmore, but like your podcast, I would like just go through and see, okay, what is the topic that, you know, that I can listen to right now that I can apply right now because I'm working on my email list. I'm working on revamping this or I'm working on my podcast. What are some strategies? Or like right now I'm really focusing on how to be a better interviewer. And it's like, okay, well, I'm reading a book on that topic, but I'm also interested in that topic, uh, listening to a podcast on that topic because I'm driving or whatever. So I feel like whenever as soon as I started embracing the just-in-time learning, whether it be podcasts or blog posts or or books, it has helped me so much like to really take my game to the next level. And I'm not distracted. I love that. Just-in-time learning. That makes so much sense. Um, you know what? And by the way, one of, their, one of the recent, I want to say it was maybe last week, uh, an episode on the Mind Your Business podcast was about how to launch your podcast. So perfect timing, right? But I I think that that is so important. And, and we do kind of get stuck in this, um, kind of binging pattern because, you know, maybe we're just not sure what to do. Maybe we're late feeling lazy or whatever. And we don't even walk in with the intention that we're going to do anything with it. Exactly. And it's fine. I think that, you know, we're not supposed to be like productive 24 seven and like, oh my gosh, top of your game. There, there is time for everything, I think. Um, but I really believe that keeping that in the back of your head is like, okay, am I really listening to this because I'm going to apply it or am I just wasting time? Because it really is a waste of time if you're not applying it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So with that said, then, you know, knowing maybe, maybe this is maybe actually that's a new way people are looking at content now is like, okay, what so. can I apply now? And, and, and maybe it is even driving their buying decisions too. I know for me as exactly. I'm always thinking now, do I have time? Do I have the energy? Am I going to be able to focus and apply this before I buy a program? Oh yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. and you know, which is good because I think it stops me from those impulse buys. Most of the time. <laughs> yeah. And I, I love that you mentioned this and it's true. And I feel like in the beginning of the mompreneur show, um, I, I would take it personally. Like why aren't people watching my show every Monday? Why aren't, why isn't she or her or whatever are my regulars no longer watching every show or showing up every time? Um, and it's like, Oh, they probably don't like me anymore. And yeah, I, I took it so, so personally before, but I, I really am realizing that a lot of people are becoming so much smarter now, like with this information available, it's like they, it's not applicable in their life right now. They're not watching, you know, they're not interested in this topic at this point, And so they're not going to come and join your show or watch or watch your show today. And that is okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, so with that in mind, then what are some of the things that you do on a regular basis to just, you know, make sure that people are aware of the show, you know, because building your audience becomes even more challenging if you're not sure when they're actually going to be watching. So are there things like you do just very basic things that you kind of do to remind people that the show is going to be on to say, watch the replay, you know, what, what kinds of stuff do you do? 
Okay, so I have been really struggling with this because, um, you know, it's all internal mind games. But and I'm not doing this enough. I'm not saying that I'm an expert and I do this such a beautiful job with it. No, I struggle with this a lot. But my basic rundown is I would email them a few days before and let them know, like on Friday. And I'm still working with the Friday emails, goodness. But like letting them know who the guest is going to be. And Facebook makes it so easy because I can now schedule my live feed and tell everyone up to one week prior, like, hey, guys, here's the feed. This is where we're going to go live next week. And so and so is going to be on. This is what we're going to be talking about. So like to raise that awareness. And then on Monday, the morning of I email and say, join us on the show. This is what we're going to talk about. Join us right now. And then P.S. If you have any questions, reply to this email um, and let me know um, if you're not going to be able to make it so I can ask your question anyways. And then I send them an email we're going live about about 15 to five minutes prior to the show. Um, and I've also been sending text messages. And so this I'm still I'm still testing it. I'm still and I've been doing this probably for the past six months. And OK, it's not as cool as it sounds. It's not as tech as it sounds. What it is, is that I literally open 10 tabs in my um, in Chrome and go to google.voice.com. <laughs> And I have this little notes on the left side of my screen where I just have five numbers, text messages, numbers bunched up together separately because it will only send at five, five to five numbers at a time. And I would just copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste and have that already. And then I just paste in the same message. It's usually like, hey, mama, we're we're live on Facebook. Come join us with the direct link to Facebook. Now, I understand this is insane and I'm testing. I've been having a lot of issues with a lot of these text messaging platforms. One is that they're either too expensive and for me, $50 a month is expensive, five zero, because I have ConvertKit that I'm paying for. I have Calendly that I'm paying for. I have like, oh my gosh, the list is on and on. And I'm just like, you know what? That's not a necessity right at this minute. But I am checking out ClickSend.com, although I've been having some issues with them because they're like so paranoid about you not spamming people. And so there's so many different like precautions that they're taking before you send. Anyway, but I'm working I'm trying out, out. I'm trying out a new platform that I'll share with you later once I know okay. if it's a good one. Oh, yeah. Um, awesome. So. I feel like it's the text messaging has been really working because the moms are cooking the kitchen. They're busy with the kids. They forgot that the mompreneur show is on. And Monday's probably like the worst day to have the show on. I have no idea. And the reason I came up with that, because I was going to call it Mo- um, Mompreneur Monday. like the sh- And that was like kind of quirky and fun. But then I talked to a mentor of mine and he's like, why would you want to tie yourself up to a day of the week. What if you change, want to change it and do it Wednesday? And so that was, he was so right. I'm so glad I took his advice. And so, but I still left in Monday, which is horrible because like all the U S holidays are on Monday and like somebody like some people like just don't even show up on um, like Martin Luther King day or something like that, like last year. Um, or I had like the biggest trouble getting um, a guest on for July 4th episode. So you have to keep those things in mind, you know, but you know what I, at, at the same time, I know that it's a struggle to like, you know, for, I think any day of the week, you know, it's going to be a struggle to get people there. And I think it is good to just be consistent. People know yeah. you're going to be there on Monday and, yeah. um, you know, maybe, maybe, um, I'm curious, like what you, what do you do 
after, like, do you share, like, is there a replay available for a certain period mm-hmm. of time? Or is it always there on Facebook? Or do you remove it after a certain period of time? So it's always there on Facebook, uh, whatever. I just leave it there because people share it. Absolutely. And it just the, the views really rank up over time. And uh, although I do sometimes wish that Facebook allowed me to trim the bar at the front and the end, because usually in the front is like, so awkward me like, Oh, can you guys hear me? And like weird stuff like that. But um, what I do is I take that episode, I trim the beginning where I'm weird, you know, being weird and <laughs> awkward and making and nervous <laughs> and making sure everything is uh, working. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I replace my intro. So it's like all full and clean because the audio does get a little bit weird um, when it's live. And then I trim the end, put it in uh, again, replace the outro and then publish it on YouTube. And then publish it on my blog. And so, and then I sent out an email on Wednesday morning, which I have not done today yet. And that's letting the list know like, Hey, the replay is up if you missed it. And this one is like really clean. They don't have to forward to get to the good stuff. It's all there. And I usually don't edit out the inside, the inside of the conversation. Just sometimes like if there was something weird or like our neighbor, like shot with a shotgun right by the window and it was like, and I'm like, did you guys hear that? Did you guys hear that? And I'm like, being so weird about it. <laughs> but I actually think that that's kind of, that's funny, but not, of course, there's somebody with a shotgun near your, oh my goodness. It's ridiculous. And so like I cut that out and I, you know, made it clean and I posted on um, the blog and now I'm taking it and exporting it into MP3 and then I do three tagging it and exporting it to I like think all my- this is gonna this this whole thing is really I mean I feel pretty like what you're doing it sounds like it's all on the right path and it's gonna start stacking up as far as like where people can reach it um total random side note like what about making sure that with you know when you send out that replay after you have it on YouTube just say make sure you 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 know you click subscribe in there because then you're going to get notified right away like tell people to do that so that that's like what that's like another channel that'll come that'll get emailed to them automatically so you know and that's such a good point. And I feel like we're almost having like a coaching session here because I'm really bad about asking. I'm horrible. And I, it's engraved in me like at all the time, like even with my husband, even with my kids, like I really have to try really hard to ask really hard. Like, um, Hey, could you help me with this? I'm like, Oh, I'd rather do this myself always. And so in any translates into on my online building business building is that like, I don't ask enough at all. I'm not, even and maybe, kidding. maybe you don't actually have to like write, I would get definitely get used to writing that in your email. And then what you can do is, you know, do some sort sort of thing like, um, like a little scrolling something, or I don't know, something that will pop up on your YouTube video and just say, you know, maybe, maybe even make a schedule for when those are. So you have your live thing on Mondays, maybe Wednesdays is your published day on, on, um, YouTube and, make sure to pop, pop those things. And you know, you, there's like all that stuff, like annotations, like, like this, and you can like link to other people. So I feel like that could be like a, its own little kind of channel. I agree. I'm well, okay. Speaking of channels, I made the worst mistake. So, and I had this mistake. I repeated it over and over again for years and years. So do you remember like in 2012, I started small business gal and I was like making cute little videos, tutorials, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, Oh, but it's a small business gal channel. I kind of want to 
self-brand. So I created another channel that's called Vicky Lashenko channel. And then um, I completely left that, stopped doing videos because I got too busy with client work. But then I was like, oh, mompreneur show. Oh, I need to create a new channel for the mompreneur show. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me, Vicky? Like, and now I'm looking back and I'm like, this is ridiculous. And one of the reasons that I did not go back to my small business gal channel because I mean, it had like over 500 subscribers, which is like, oh my gosh, why can't I just take advantage of that? But here's the thing. If you're struggling with the same thing, you can email YouTube support and they will completely change it. It's insane. I know YouTube says you cannot change it, but when you email them and request it, you just like literally write them a message. And is say, it weird? Hey. I mean, I, so my question is this, are those other channels still there? Okay, so I totally went into the small business gal channel that had the Vicky LYA and I requested to change it. But this time I I just asked to change um, not into mompreneur show because I was like, oh, my gosh, will I really be doing mompreneur show forever and ever and ever? And I just like I just want to change it to my my last Vicky because, oh, my gosh, no, it was small business gal. Totally confusing everything. It was <laughs> it was YouTube.com forward slash small business gal. And I emailed them and said, hey, my I'm no longer doing small business gal, you know, I've shifted. Can you just please change it to Vicky Lashenko, you know, without the why? And so they change it. And I was like, wait, I'm, I have 500, 500 subscribers on here. Why don't you just like put all my videos on that channel, all the previous shows and stuff. And that's what I literally did last night. I put everything on there, all the shows. And so like now I'm just going to delete the new Mompreneur Show channel. And then my other Vicky Lashenko channel um, has like 170 subscribers. I'm probably just going to delete that too, just to have peace of mind because I'm like totally, I need to declutter my yeah, life. Yeah. You know what? This is a, this is a really good topic. I'll tell you more about my, my situation later, but that's, I mean, I mean, that, that's what I was going to suggest is just to kind of have it all in one. Or if you can't get rid of those, you know, put a little trailer video and say, hey, we're no longer here. Come over here. You know, we're, we're no longer on this channel. Come over here because I definitely have some of those issues. I have like a channel that I started when I was teaching Pilates. Long, long story. But um, and it's still there and people are still joining it for some reason, which I'm not posting anything new. So, um, OK, I want to. You know, like you've already kind of talked about like there being mm -hmm. chaos behind the scenes. And I think that that's just mm -hmm. an important kind of thing to acknowledge again. There's always stuff happening behind the scenes on everybody's business that they're not going to tell you about. It's not no. going to be pretty like Instagram. It's not going to be pretty like all this and mm -hmm. that. Just know that everybody's a hot mess at some point. Oh, my gosh. So true. You know, Anna. I mean, Vicky. Hello, Vicky. You moved across country. <laughs> yeah. While yeah. you were like still producing the show. Yeah, exactly. I told my husband, I'm like, sweetheart, we cannot leave the city on any other week other than Tuesday. Tuesday is the only day we can drive out to move. And he's so sweet. Like he totally made it work. But it's funny because every Tuesday we tried to drive out for the for the next three weeks. Nothing happened. First, the Tuesday we, we started driving out in like mid June, like our trailer brakes weren't working. The second Tuesday, something else happened. The third Tuesday, like our car broke down. It was insane. Like everybody was saying the odds are against you. They're, um, this you is a move. sign. This is a sign. This Ooh, is just. a sign for you not to move. <laughs> Ooh, just. I know exactly. And that's exactly what Peter Sorry, and I said. Like, that's ridiculous. like a Russian thing. Ooh, just. Ooh, just. It's like, oh my gosh, that's horrible. Um, <laughs> And so, and you know what? We pushed through anyway, and we still left on a Tuesday. We still left on a Tuesday. And I love it. 
And I just, I just wanted to have more t- enough time for us to get there so I can have the show on Monday. Yeah. So you're like, you gotta be in, gotta be on solid ground for your show. So I love that. So yeah. So just know that it's not going to be pretty and, you know, you're not going to have everything streamlined out of the gate. It just doesn't work like that. And you just have to like, Piece by piece. I mean, like, like you, like Vicky just said, I mean, how long has it been like that where you had like those kind of like those three places? Now you're like, you're going to get to one. You're going to declutter. Mm-hmm. It's all about white space, which that's a lot of your brand. I feel like is very white space. And I'm like, dang, she chooses amazing images. And oh my gosh, I love this. I love your visual elements so much that I'm like, is it weird that I'm going to re- regram this? And I just regrammed something like three weeks ago. Yeah, I better hold on. <laughs> oh my I, gosh, you're so I literally cute, love your pictures so much that I'm like, hmm. <laughs> you know, it's so sweet that you say that. I really appreciate your compliments. And like, I just want you to know and your listeners um, is that I spend probably too much time on them. It's kind of ridiculous, but I really do. Like, I really want to make sure that it's something that not only inspires me, but inspires someone else and that it's, you know, goes with the brand and it's clean. And I like the recent picture that I shared, like I actually hired a designer to do a lot of them for me because I just, and, and, you know, actually, and I have to tell you this, hiring somebody to help you with something specific is like the best thing in the world because not only you're getting help, but you're getting a more clear vision for what you want it to look like. Because when you do it yourself, you're way more judgmental over... Um, exaggerating, maybe over reacting to things. But when somebody else does that, you're like, okay, I like this. I don't really like this. And you already know the direction you want to go into, you know? And so when I was like, okay, um, I'm paying her. I, I need to stop now because, you know, it all ranks up, all adds up. And then I was like, I'm going to do them myself. And I literally just like, almost like took her brain and inserted it into mine and kind of like started designing kind of like in the same sense. I well, because like, she set kind of like the voice for it and you were able to go, I know exactly now, like she helped you really clarify your vision yeah. and, and she kind of set that you know, base level. She and, set your style guide in a sense. Oh my gosh. Right? And, like, and exactly. And I want like, oh my gosh, do you know how I found her? Are you going to tell me? And later you're going to give me her name, not on the show because I'm going <laughs> to totally steal her. Just kidding. So no, <laughs> but not. the thing is, is like, you know how like we, we look at stuff and we're like, oh my gosh, I wonder like who does that? Or like, oh my gosh, like she's so lucky. She has like the best, like, you know, like editor or whatever. But what you do is you find that company in my case, it was a company who had the most beautiful images in the whole entire world. And I would just find myself sitting there drooling and I could not repost them because they were not necessarily for my audience. At least a lot of it wasn't. And so I was like, oh my gosh, like, um, I want to duplicate this, but I, I can't, I, I see it, but I, I don't know how I could not, I could not just duplicate it, you know? And so I started researching like the company name and then social media designer, like I, I, and it was literally like, you know, I took an, probably an hour and just did a Google, Google search. And I found literally like a, a portfolio of this girl who had all these images for that company. And I'd like totally reach out to her. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you're incredible. You're amazing. I want you to do my images, too. And she's like, yeah, no problem. Um, and she just she's like, OK, just put your quotes in a in a spreadsheet, Google spreadsheet and send them to me and I'll get them done to you by this and this date. And then she, she did like, I think she did like 10 a week or something for me uh, at one point. And I could not keep up with 
the quotes because I didn't always want it just to be a cheesy quote. I want it to be something that is not necessarily a quote, but like a message that I want mm-hmm. the person. Yeah, like a to words share. to wiz- words of wisdom, like yeah, some like, sort of inspirational thing. Yeah, like one of them is you are exactly where you need to be. Like, can you imagine mama who is like freaking out and like, oh my gosh, like all of my peers are like doing incredible things and look at Vicky. She has a mompreneur show and look at so-and-so and here I am like barely make like I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. And then they get this message in their feed that says you are exactly where you need to be, you know, and it's, it's, I think people need to hear that, you know, you know, what am I, I don't know if that's something that like helps you personally too, but that definitely, lately I've been thinking of like a Tony Robbins thing. You're going to love this. And I think it's because a lot of people have been saying it lately and it's just stuck in my head, but it really does apply. That whatever's happening isn't happening to you. It's happening for you. Mm-hmm. And you, if you think about it, that's so true. It like it really puts in perspective. Like if you're going through a tough time, someone else, you're feeling like, I don't know, you're just feeling judged or whatever. Whatever is happening isn't happening to you. No one's judging you. They're mm-hmm. why, like, you have to look for the lesson really. Mm, oh my gosh, that is so good. And you know <laughs> As what? you're writing it down. I'm, I'm literally writing <laughs> I know it down. Doing, um, I can see <laughs> And, but here's the thing, like a lot of these posts, like for example, like whenever I post something and when I'm more regular and consistent, I get more, you know, people seeing it obviously. And I totally fell off the wagon a couple of weeks ago, but like there are moms that write, oh my gosh, I needed to hear this so much. Or like, oh my God, like they write personal stuff. Like, oh my gosh, this is what happened. And I can't, like, I cannot believe, I actually got a client from one of the comments from my Instagram. Like that's amazing woman, like really poured out her heart in a, maybe like a three sentence comment. And I replied to her and and I asked her like, well, what can you do about it? Like something like that, something like really like smart that I have no idea how I came up with. Like, cause I don't, I'm not usually that smart. And (laughs) and she's like, she she literally went on my website and like apply and like fill that application to work with me. It's incredible. But anyway, And so like whenever they thank me, like, oh my gosh, I needed to hear this. Oh my gosh. And I'm thinking to myself, and I sometimes tell them too, like, you know what, sweetheart, it is exactly what I needed to hear. And that's why I posted it. I'm post I literally and this is back to the selfish part. It's like I'm I posted this for me. And I'm so glad that it also helped you. I love that. I love that. And you know what? I have to say, like the image choices, I've noticed. I noticed them myself going, huh. Like I stop when I see those, these, see those images. Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. And thank you. (laughs) So you aren't wasting your time. I don't think on them. You know, I do think though, that probably you should put it in your kind of like your ongoing budget. Like maybe once a quarter, you have that girl come in and, you know, do some more for you. And because, you know, your vision is going to obviously evolve over time and get even more clear. You'll be like, something isn't right here. I need that designer back so that I can like have her do this, this, and this, you know? And, and, you know, I love that so much because I'm, I've I've been thinking about it. Seriously. I have really been because she does um, hand lettering and sometimes she hand letters the images. So like the most recent one is hand lettered by her. Like she actually did that. And I love that. But here's my struggle. Like sometimes um, she would put like, stuff like she did like this math tool like the math that the geometry tool like on one of my images and I was like that's kind of weird I don't like that and instead of like pointing that image someone I have no idea who did who told me this um but said like okay after every single image comment on it and say uh, and do on a scale from one to ten how much you love it and why and so 
when I'm going to go back to her to work with her, I'm going to say, I'm going to introduce this concept to her and say, hey, so every image you create for me, I'm going to evaluate it on a scale from one to 10 and tell you how much I love it. And so you can focus on the tens and replicating those instead of, you know what I mean? I think that'll help her a lot. Yeah, I think so too. And, you know, not in a way to like, redo this one. I will, but just for, you know, just, but she has been so gracious. She's like, you know what? I will redo it in the next batch. And she has like, she's that's amazing. amazing. Oh my yeah. gosh. That's amazing. Okay. So, you know, we've talked a lot about a lot of different things today and I'm so excited to share any of those resources we can put in the show notes for you. What is the URL people should at least go to, to if they want to check out the mompreneur show or even your replays, like what is the best place to kind of find you? I've been really careful with what kind of URL to choose for this. because I, I, really, I really want it to be like common sense, like not like mompreneur show live hq.net. So it's literally just mompreneurshow.com. So if you, and there goes my alarm to remind me how amazing I am. Um, so yeah, mompreneurshow.com. And then on Facebook, mompreneurshow, I mean, facebook.com, mompreneurshow live. I know it's kind of ridiculous, but I couldn't get the show That's one. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. So here are now some fun, easy, lightning round questions just to ask you. I already kind of feel like I know some of the answers, but it's okay. Our, our listeners might not. And this will be our first really conversation. I, I think that we could probably go into the family and life balance convo, like probably deep dive. Mm. We've done it already off, off the books and offline, off recording. So mm. I, I feel like at some point I'll, I'll be ready to share some more of that myself um, about my own situations situations. That sounds bad, but it's not. Okay. So what's your favorite type of planning system, paper or digital? So I've tried really, really hard to love the paper and I still sometimes go to paper because I literally have my bullet journal with me right now, but, and I'm sorry, it's not like a quick, short, super sweet um, answer, but I tried the happy planner, didn't have any room. I wanted freedom. So I went to the bullet journal. Thank you so much for inspiring me, by the way. Like I love my bullet journal. Seriously, you like I totally went out and geeked out. And so in the beginning, my bullet journal looks amazing and clean and super organized. And now I'm towards the end and it's just a pile of scribbles at this point. I'm very creative. I love my room to roam around paper. And so I love that. And that's when I usually take notes, write stuff down, thoughts down. But and you know, the get more done system, the GTD changed my life. I am now on Wonderlist, and I know I first considered Todoist, but Todoist, I feel like, is too much for me to handle. It has so many cool different labels and tags and options, and I'm just like, no, just give me something simple. And now I literally use Wonderlist, and oh my gosh, my life has been changed forever. My grocery shopping, like, is there. Mompreneur show, like, folder, guest, guest list. Um, actually, I can even... If you want, I can give you the um, screenshot, but literally like mompreneur show in the folder, I have to do's, blog post ideas, guest lists, potential sponsors, webinars, weekly repeated tasks that repeat every week, Facebook ads, um, get featured and just like get featured, like where I want to be get featured. And then my email funnel, then ideas and like insane. And for groceries, I have like all the grocery stores I go to and my grocery list for that particular store. And when I check them off, they go into the checked off uh, area where you can't see it. But then when I go again next week, I just uncheck all of them. And again, I have a grocery list. Oh my gosh. And I cannot even stress. Okay. I'm going to try it out. I mean, I love, I love the, uh, I've got, I've got like a whole, um, 
conversation about planning and about digital versus whatever. Yes. But I love that. I love that. I'm yeah, going to check it out. And sweetheart, I know like it totally like what works for you. And I've tried so many different things, like honestly, and I feel like I have finally found what works for me. And I still do. I still jot down stuff on my, you know, to do and on papers. But really, ultimately, my phone is always with me. I have everything here, like what I need to purchase, who I need to send a gift and a card to what to do. I literally have one that says to do on phone, because I love to do my research. And whenever I'm like, standing in line or doing pointless work. I just go like, you know, trying to like just fiddling around and without sitting on Instagram, I just go on my wonder list and then check on the to do on phone and have all the little things that I need to do on my phone. I love that. Okay. So I'm writing that down. And while I'm writing it, I'm going to say like, what's, what's a, what's one book or a book that you really like, whether it's right now or, or just the first thing that kind of pops into your head. Okay. I love books. I have been listening to audiobooks um, lately with painting and everything amazing. But the most recent book that I have listened to right now that has absolutely blown my mind is The Power of Habit. I did not know how much I would like it. I just listened to it just because, you know, whatever, on Audible, I'm painting, whatever. But it has absolutely blown my socks off just like how intense and deep it is, how much research. I'm like every sentence that follows a sentence is like and research in its own. And I'm just like, how long does this guy take to write this book? Insane. And it has helped me in so many ways. It has changed the way I look at parenting, the way I look at myself as a human, the way I shop at the store. I'm like, okay, no wonder that they put the healthy stuff first is because then I'm like, oh, I'm healthy now. Now I can buy junk food. Yeah. Like, it's, it's all thought through. <laughs> it's insane. And so I think that was my favorite book. And one of the other ones is, um, Love, Love and Logic and Family. And that's one of my recent, recent books that I've uh, listened to based on the troubles that I've having with my kids and child rearing and trying to not screw them up. And which I think is too late. But um, well, I just think that as parents, we're always worried about that. And I feel like that in itself is the sign of a good mom. If you're like, how can I make sure that I, you know, give them the best tools that I can, you're not going to be perfect. I definitely have to share. I feel like I've screwed up Mila already, by the way, guys. I'm a, yeah. I am, a, I'm not going to lie. I'm a screamer. When I get upset, like push me, me to too. my limit. I'm like super chill, super chill. Push me to my limit and it's over. It's over. <laughs> then the world. And I am the same way. And I am the same exact way. And I'm way. not proud of that. I am not proud of that. If there was one thing I could change about myself as a mom would be that I would like always just, you know, not be kind of pushed by people's words. Yeah. I yeah. have like the blow up and then it calms down. Exactly. But here's, I, I just want to share one little nugget that I took from the whole book is it, it's all a cycle and it's called the family crazy cycle. When your child does something that disrespects you, you're like, oh my gosh, how are you like, or why didn't you do this? Like I told you like 5 million times, or how are you talking to me right now? Like, that's what I tell my kids. I'm like, how are you talking to me right now? But they are reacting the way you're reacting because they don't feel loved but then I don't feel respected. And then I, I freak out and they don't feel loved. So they, they react without respecting me. And I, and it's just like over and over and over and over again. And I feel like as we, as an adult, and that's what the book focuses on is you as a, the adult, you need to be the one that's responsible For real. and you need to be like, you're, you're the one. You got to set the cycle. Oh. 
you yeah, got to set, set the, the cycle. And if, exactly. the, if the cycle needs to be reset, it's you, mama. It's you, mama. Exactly. <laughs> I've been working on this and it has been amazing. Like, I'm going to get this book because, you know, my, my, my daughter's kindergarten teacher, like several years ago, obviously now, she actually suggested there's like a whole series Yes, these love and logic a, books. Yeah, love and respect. Oh, that's love and logic is good too. Oh my gosh, love and logic is um parenting with love and logic is really good and oh my gosh, but this one um it's called love and respect in families and there's also love and respect from for married couples, but it's it's very heavy on the um biblically like it's, it's to be it's honest that stuff never bothers me i can totally just be like you know i and yeah. i'm not offended by that but i know a lot of yeah. people can't read that stuff um yeah. if they hear the word god in any way they just like shut down or something yeah. but i'm i'm i i look for that um yeah kind of advice anywhere that i can get it <laughs> awesome and yeah it's very heavy in that area but yeah like i just you know i just thought i i should let you guys know um just in case somebody doesn't like um reading books that are like that heavily religious but i feel like oh my gosh like besides the religious parts that he talks about obviously i'm really uh, i'm i'm a christian but like it, it's so good. Like the nuggets are so good. And he's, I think he's like a psychologist and like, he's super, I mean, amazing. Just well, I mean, really it's book. just like that book. Um, like one of my favorite books is the, um, five love languages or something. And that's, that's a Christian author, you know, as well. And what's funny is that the other, um, like a couple of weeks ago, Mila and I were just talking about love languages. Do you believe that? Yeah. And she's like, I think my love language is this. Um, we were, she was trying to figure out like what, how she, how she knew she felt love, like when she felt it. And we were talking about that. <laughs> You're such an incredible mom for doing that. Can you I believe I was talking about that with my eight year old? So <laughs> no, I, you know what, Anne? I think you're an incredible mom for doing that. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Again, I'm sorry. You're amazing. Like, you, That's why that, that, that went off. Yeah, no, no, no. It literally reminds me that I'm amazing. I'm impatient. And that really, and I have another one, another alarm that goes on. By the way, that keeps me really sane, you guys, is that like my alarm comes on and it says, Vicky, how do you want to be remembered? And so like, I'm just like, okay, do I want my kids to look back and remember me as a screamer and a yeller and like always not happy with what everything that they're doing, which I, I have to admit, I do that sometimes. Or do they want to remember me as a supportive, loving, understanding mom? And at that moment, like my attitude completely changes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. All right, Vicky. Oh my goodness. So much. I think, you know what? I want to just close there. Because you know what? I think it's all about the love, the respect, and how do you want to be remembered as a mom? <laughs> I am so down with that. In fact, I might have to go get that book today and also check out Wonderlist. Is that what you said? Uh, Wonderlist with a U. Wonders. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not pretty. Their user experience is not the prettiest. It's okay. At all, it's okay. But it's so good yeah it's okay i'm okay with that and then you're gonna need to email me the name of the designer if you're okay with that because i really Absolutely. love her work um okay. and i love the i love what you're doing visually so hey good good well we're hopefully we can have you back on the show again and like really dive into the topic of families and stuff maybe a kind of like we can talk about the whole what it's like in our kind of homes situation especially Russian, Russian oh, homes, lord. Russian oh lord oh lord Russian in-laws, Russian, Russian, Russian. Uh, I don't have my in-laws here now, so. You know, it's, oh my gosh. Oh, well, I don't even, okay, I'm not even going to go there. 
Anyways, um, <laughs> let's just close because otherwise this this I'm gonna make sure that this episode is named Ujus. <laughs> um and OMG. OMG Ujus. Just look at Ujus as that. So if you guys can go around going Ujus every time something is just like so crazy you can't understand why. <laughs> I'm like trying not to like laugh uh, awkwardly into the microphone. So, excuse me. I have okay. That ugly laugh. Okay, Vicky, I will talk to you very soon, and um, we'll definitely have you back on the show for more family Russian chatter. Thank you so much, and this was so much fun. It's always fun chatting with you. I hope you guys loved Vicky as much as I do. I am in love with the way that she has created her business and that she's put together this community of like-minded moms and mompreneurs and is really just about supporting the women who are trying to build businesses, trying to raise amazing families. And I think she's got a lot to share. So make sure to head over to the show notes and somewherelove.com forward slash 129 and you'll find all the links you need to get in touch with Vicky to see what she's up to and really pay attention to all the things that she's doing to get the word out about her mompreneurs. Thanks so much for listening today. If you're not subscribed, make sure to head over to iTunes and, well, subscribe, review the show. And if you're already subscribed, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what you're up to. If you're a mom, I want to know. Let me know. Support at ansamorelove.com and we will be in touch very soon. Talk to you later.